Hello, and thank you for tuning into Mum Talk, hosted by myself, Emma Jolin, Mum to Amandine and Elwood. If you are new here, I share my journey as a mum from pregnancy to life as a mum of two. Sharing all the highs and all the lows, not only am I joined by incredibly knowledgeable guests, experts in their fields, but also mums and dads sharing their experience of pregnancy and parenthood. As always, you can trust in Mum Talk to be honest, real and informative and provide plenty of nod along and me too moments. Wherever you may be, thank you for listening and being part of today's conversation. So today on today's podcast, I have the pleasure of welcoming back Holly, also known as the Pilates PT and founder of The Bump Plan, to talk today with us about postnatal fitness and what to expect. So thank you so much for joining us again, Holly, on the podcast. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. So as you just mentioned, this podcast is a little bit more tricky to um, get into a, a, a quick kind of 15 minutes blast of, you know, postnatal fitness, because of course, everybody has a different birth and a different experience and everybody's body recovers at a different rate. And there are so many different ways that we can birth our children into the world. So how can we go about navigating, getting as much information across to our listeners today about postnatal fitness? I think the first thing I kind of want to mention is when we decided to create the Bump Plan Postnatal, we sort of had a look around um, at what other people were doing and what other plans out there were doing. And a lot of the postnatal fitness plans um, would only allow people to join uh, after six weeks. Uh, So they had to be at least six weeks postnatal. But from all of my lots and lots and lots of training and um, I had lots of consultations with experts physios doctors sports medicine whenever I spoke to the experts they were all saying to me what they're seeing at the moment that's going wrong is that women are waiting till at least six weeks to do anything postnatally they're scared of movement they are not doing any rehab in those first six weeks and then what's happening if people are kind of just going back to what they did before and they're seeing lots of injuries um, and lots of deconditioned women And what they really wished is that women did more a little bit earlier on. And then also when I looked at the current guidelines um, from the UK chief medical officer, that's in line with their guidelines as well, that we should be starting to do stuff pre-six weeks. So when I dug deeper, I found out that actually it's an insurance issue. Most insurance companies will not allow you to have a postnatal fitness plan that allows women to do it pre-six weeks because of this GP checkup that we all have at six weeks. Although because of COVID, not everyone's having them in person. And anyone who's had a child knows it's more about the baby than it is you. You know, I didn't even get my C-section scar looked at. Um, So actually, um, so that's why when we created the the Bump Plan Postnatal, we um, created it and we worked really hard with our insurance company and with physios and doctors to make sure you could actually start it from day one postnatal because There is a lot that you can do after you've had a baby that can really help you with your postnatal recovery. Um, And so I'll list those four things that you can do straight away. And then we'll kind of talk about the difference you might have based on how you gave birth. So let's say you've given birth. Let's say you've had a vaginal birth and two days later you're at home and actually you're feeling pretty good. And you're already living life, especially if this is your second, third, fourth child. It's not that you're just sat there doing nothing. Being a mum is really hard work immediately, even if you have help. 
Um, so you're already getting up, you're already going to the toilet. Well, that's a squat. You're probably climbing up the stairs. Well, that's lunges. You know, you're already using your pelvic floor every time you talk and cough. So the things that you can do straight away, pelvic floor exercises, as long as you haven't got a catheter in, um, you can do pelvic floor exercises and should do them as well. And that's a combination of holds. So lifting the pelvic floor and maintaining that hold and pulses. We can do that immediately, whether we've had vaginal or C-section. Uh, breath work. So during pregnancy, our breathing can, our, our breathing technique kind of changes because our uterus grows up towards the diaphragm. So it's very difficult to take a big deep breath. And anyone who's been pregnant will know that it's kind of a giveaway. You're pregnant because you talk really breathy and you're always out of breath. And it's because you can't breathe as well as you can without a baby in there. So relearning how to breathe well again postnatally really helpful. And that also stimulates your pelvic floor and your abdominals. Deep core work. So that's not doing loads of crunches straight away, but that's thinking about activating your transverse muscle, which is your corset muscle. And the way you would do that is if you imagine trying to do up a pair of tight jeans or um, almost kind of drawing your tummy in a little bit, that would activate your deep core. So you can definitely do that. And then gentle stretching, you know, feeding, however you choose to feed your baby is quite uncomfortable after a while and cuddling and rocking. So gentle stretching can feel really, really lovely. And those four things, you know, that's, that's physical activity, that's moving your body. Um, and lots of people don't realize that you can do that pretty much immediately. And if you get on top of that, as soon as you're ready and you want to do it, there's no pressure whatsoever. That will mean that when you do start wanting to reintroduce more movement and you start to feel ready to do more walking and things like that, you've really laid the foundations to support your changing body before you start doing stuff that's a bit more high, high level. Um, so that's the first thing to say, no matter how you gave birth, you could do those as soon as you feel ready. There is going to be a difference in when you feel ready based on how you gave birth, but it's not the case that vaginal birth, easy, you'll get back quicker, cesarean birth, horrible, you'll get back later. You know, you might have a really smooth, straightforward vaginal birth and feel ready to start walking and moving, you know, after a couple of days. But you might have a really traumatic birth with tearing. And actually, you might wait till four, six, eight weeks. You might have an elective cesarean and feel really good two days later and want to do, you know, a little bit of gentle stretching. You might have an emergency cesarean after a long labor and it might take you 12 weeks. It's really important we don't compare. And so that's why putting arbitrary timeframes on postnatal recovery is not helpful. There has to be an element of women when they feel ready and they feel comfortable, they can start reintroducing things like that. Mm. Obviously, once you're happy with that and you're happy to start moving more, that's when what we would have traditionally said you can do from six weeks would be introduced. So maybe you have a smooth vaginal birth, you've been doing your breath work, doing your pelvic floor work, and at four weeks you think, you know what, I feel like going on like you know, a longer walk and you've been building up, um, then gradually what we're going to aim to do is bring ourselves back to the recommendations for physical activity for the general population, which is 150 minutes of moderate intensity activity or eventually 75 minutes of, of more high intensity activity. But I think that 150 minutes of kind of moderate intensity activity is a good guideline to try and build up to as and when you feel comfortable. Mm. That's so, so interesting and so valid. You know, I, from my own experience, when I um, had labored with Amaldine, 
I was incredibly lucky. I had a very straightforward water birth with her and I felt very um, comfortable getting back into doing some very gentle exercises fairly early on. But with Elwood, it was a fairly... I had home birth this time and it was very different birth. Um, He was kind of uh, laboured in the water and then got stuck. Um, So it was very different. And I think the... I wouldn't necessarily go as far to call it trauma, but the feelings came up much later. Um, and I wasn't, I didn't feel confident necessarily in my body. So that and having a toddler as well and a baby that didn't sleep, I found it very difficult. So, you know, that the exercise came much, much later and that was also fine. Also exactly. so completely fine. I think it's yeah. the same, isn't it? With postnatally, we can't compare. And we also can't compare prenatally because, you know, there are, ultramarathon runners who are running well into their pregnancies but that's because they've been doing it for ages and we can't we just can't compare can we exactly and it is very tempting you know especially when the media is very good Mm. at putting on a pedestal women who snap back but you know I've you know to be completely transparent over the years I have worked with clients like that and I always like to give people a really honest insight into what it takes to get to this kind of look she only had a baby a few weeks ago and now she's on the catwalk again you know that takes having a full-time nutritionist making all your meals that takes having a full-time nanny who looks after your baby all the time gets up with them overnight you know a personal trainer constantly working with you so many experts so much help but also a huge amount of sacrifice as a brand new mum do we really want to be aiming for that as just like the general population if we don't have to be in a bikini on a catwalk with within three weeks do we need to be aiming for that no so I think it's definitely important that we don't compare to other women because actually postnatal recovery is not necessarily linear it you might feel great and then actually might have a few really bad nights or there's a sleep regression then you feel crap again and you just you think I don't want to exercise You've just got to be really patient and really kind. You might have discovered that pregnancy and postpartum can create a bit of stress and anxiety, even for the most prepared parents. That's why I'm delighted to tell you about Expectful. Expectful is the mental health app for before, during and after pregnancy. Seriously, this app has so much for your mental health and it was designed by a team of perinatal experts, holistic wellness practitioners and mums who have experienced it all. You simply enter your due or birth date and receive weekly custom content throughout pregnancy and postpartum journey. Expectful has a broad selection of over 1,600 meditations with unique collections for cycle tracking, IVF, birth and labour prep, nursing and pumping, postpartum depression and more. And they also have daily live events and Q&As with lactation consultants, nutritionists, paediatric sleep specialists, pelvic floor therapists and maternal mental health experts. They even include a hypnobirthing course that has received five-star reviews from thousands of mums. With Expectful's free seven-day trial, it's a no-brainer to give it a try. And if you use the code either on the app, MUMTALK25OFF, that's all in capital letters, MUMTALK25OFF, or at expectful.com, you'll get 25% off your annual membership. Go to expectful.com today to start your free trial. 
That's mum talk, the number 25, off. There are a few warning signs, I guess, that you might be overdoing it. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, some of those would be things like um, we all bleed after we've had a baby, whether we've had a cesarean or a vaginal birth, we'll bleed from the vagina and that's called lochia. Um, And gradually over time, your lochia will start to um, get less and less until it stops. But uh, if you notice that after doing some physical activity, that lochia suddenly gets much heavier or there's more, there's clumps in uh, clots in there sometimes that's a a bit of a clue that you might have overdone it a little bit so whatever you did next time just try and do a bit less um exhaustion although let's be honest as a parent you know saying if you feel exhausted you might be doing too much well I'm exhausted all the time but you know if all of if after physical activity you really do feel horrific exhausted it's too much you know it's too much demand on your energy demand on you right now Um, and more pain or sensitivity around scars whether that's a cesarean episiotomy what have you Um, if after physical activity those feel more more tender or you're noticing um, some sort of leaking of of fluids um, from those scars again that would be a clue that you're probably overdoing it Mm -hmm. so listening to your body is very very important postnatally I know we've talked before that's not that easy but um, I think a gradual reintroduction to exercise is what we're after rather than nothing and then Mm -hmm. trying to go back to your you know Zumba class or whatever it is that you used to do before Mm, absolutely that's been so so helpful thank you so much is there anything else that you would like to add or do you think we haven't covered um that we should share with our listeners I think it's just also being really mindful that um you know often we we're very good at not talking about um sensitive topics around women so things like leaking when we jog or Mm prolapse symptoms or diastasis it's almost like these words become very scary so people try not to talk about them but actually um, I think we need to kind of normalize slightly the fact that giving birth however you give birth is quite hard work you know and postnatally there will be a number of women who struggle with diastasis or struggle with prolapse or struggle with leaking pelvic floor uh, dysfunction and I think the more we talk about that the more we realize it's actually very common and then we're less embarrassed as well and we know to seek help if there was one thing I would buy any new mum, it would be um, a, a, a pelvic health physio appointment so that they could be assessed for prolapse, diastasis, pelvic floor function. So I just think if you're worried, uh, first of all, don't just think, well, that's just because I've had a baby. That's my life going forwards. There is help, but also acknowledge that you're definitely not alone. It is quite common, but you might want to just think about refer- asking to be referred if you're worried about anything. Don't just continue on until you're 17, never going on a trampoline again because you think you're going to wee yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's very important that you do get help. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you so, so much, Holly, for sharing so much brilliant information with us and just setting everyone straight with all the guidelines for postnatal fitness so thank you so much for joining us you're so welcome have a great day thanks bye huge thank you to holly for coming on the podcast yet again um i hope you found that really helpful i certainly did um i wish i'd had this to listen to when i was just postpartum with both Amandine and Elwood because it's so reassuring to hear from a professional what we should be aiming for, what we should and shouldn't be doing um, and that it's really really normal for everybody to differ. So I am very grateful to Holly for getting this information out there to you 
and I'm really grateful to all of our guests. So Holly was the last guest of this series. Can you believe it's almost the end of the series? Which does mean though that next week you've got me for a big catch up on everything. Oh gosh, everything what's been going on with us, which has been a lot actually. I am completely and utterly wiped. Elwood has been really poorly. Um, which you may or may have not have seen if you follow on Instagram and pretty much I haven't been there for the last kind of week because the last two weeks I've just been trying to hold myself together and poor Elwood and yeah it's just taking me quite a long time to jump back and recover from that anyway we'll talk all about that next week on the podcast and I will see you then lots of love have a wonderful week enjoy the sunshine bye